Coming up next on The Jeff Curley Show, he has a global ministry. He's spoken on every continent except for Antarctica, and he's just waiting for that call. That's next. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Curley, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is the Jeff Crilly Show. Well, I think you know if you've watched this show for any length of time. At one point in my heyday, I was given 300 speeches a year, and I felt pretty good about myself that I had some, some speaker chops, so to speak. But I can't hold a candle next to my next guest. Dr. Mike Smalley has given some 12,000 speeches around the globe. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm honored to be here. <laughs> well, you and I have been friends for many, many years. Yeah, we have. And uh, we recently kind of re, uh, reconnected, and I, I said, you got to come see our new studios. And That's so, gorgeous. Yeah, thank yeah, you for class all the way Thank like everything you, you do well I, I'm always learning stuff about you and so you gave your first uh, speech or, or uh, sermon so to speak yeah. when you were how old 14 14 1982 all right tell a couple tell, weeks tell, ago tell, yeah I had gone to a youth camp my, my dad had a, a really interesting uh, uh, what do you want to call it a parental hunch sure that he needed to get me in to any kind of church he could get me in and he actually told me one day that the Lord said to him, I got to reach your son this summer or I'll probably lose him forever. So my dad drug me to every kind of revival meeting you can imagine. Just, you know, I'm bored to tears of all of it. Just can't believe it. But I went to a youth camp and I went 1982. I went there like all 14-year-old guys do. Just have fun, meet some girls, whatever. Had a radical experience with God at that camp. And I left there knowing two things. Knowing, A, I knew in my core I was supposed to preach the rest of my life. And I knew that no one would ever be able to talk me out of it. That's all I knew. Didn't know where, what, what that would look like. Am I going to sure. pastor? Am I going to be a children's minister? Didn't know, but I knew then. And six months later, I was in a pulpit and have never stopped. It's amazing. And um, as we said in the tease, you've spoken on every continent except yeah. for Antarctica. Yeah, I'm waiting for the call to, to bring the big coat. I think the population is only 300. Yeah, so I'd I still know. do it. I'd love to go. I'd love to say I've been there. Well, I want you to tell people more about your global ministry. Yeah. Oh, thanks so much for having me. We, we, uh, we had a real passion years ago to help people in third world countries and developing nations. So we really focused after about the year 2000, doing a lot of mega church planting. And so now we've planted 64 churches, uh, uh, and we branched out now and done Honduras, Mexico, um, of course, Kenya, Ghana, all over Africa. And uh, we, we, we pay for it all. We take a team with us. We do a three-night crusade outdoors. And we do a lot of teaching during the day. We sure. bring books and all kinds of stuff. And But we leave a church behind when we're done. So when we go back home, there's a church that wasn't there until we got there. Wow. And now I guess it's been 20-plus years since we did our first one. And so a lot of the churches now have started churches of their own. So it's really multiplied all over, and we've had amazing stories and testimonies from it. It's been wow. really fulfilling, and so we've got that and uh, sex trafficking rescuing and all kind of things like that that we've, we've jumped into. But uh, sure. it's just, you know, 
the world is our field, as John Wesley said, so we're out touching people yep. with what we think is the greatest message ever. Okay, tell us about the pandemic, because that was now yeah. three years ago. I can't yeah. even believe it's been three years, but uh, you probably went from, you know, dozens and dozens of, of talks and yeah. sermons to nothing for us, yeah. right? 37 weeks I was down uh, during COVID. I counted up. I, I spoke in March and I was being, I was, I was being introduced. I was, you know how you do, we're, we're waiting to be, we're listening, they're reading our bio, we're about to go on stage and I, my phone is dinging. I'm looking down at it, it's like cancel, 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 cancel. And I thought, oh, I wonder if this is going to be the last time I speak for a while. And 37 weeks down, it was, it was, it was rough. What was that? I mean, did you end up going on Zoom to give, give, uh, yeah, that's why that's one of the reasons what you're doing is so valuable because you. you've got, you're taking messages to the marketplace with the greatest technology we have, the greatest cameras, you've got the greatest first class setup. So that's when I jumped into that. And as weird as it sounds, cause I, I'm like you, I like to speak to an audience. Like sure. I like to, I like the feedback of an audience. I hated looking into my phone right. and saying hi or doing a, you know, I hated it. But I realized that's kind of where we are right now. So I started doing more of that in addition to the television and stuff that we've always done. And it kind of took off from there. But uh, nothing compared to what you guys have been doing. But the, the pandemic taught us all. Absolutely. That the world has not, it's not changing. It has changed. Yes. And so we have to keep up. Well, I went through uh, several of your YouTube videos to find a clip that I can share with the audience. Let's, oh, go, no. ahead, let's go ahead and roll that now. I don't mean, and God never does. It's very critical. I wish I could teach on this for an hour. Stop saying things you don't mean. We think it's no big deal because you don't mean it. This job is on my last nerve. You don't really think you just have one nerve left. But you train your spirit to hear you constantly say things you don't believe. So the one day you do need to confess something you do believe, nothing in you is used to receiving it. He's going to get the best of me. We'll never get out of debt. We'll never pay this off. My cancer's back. My blood pressure's back. My arthritis is back. And you're claiming stuff. If I said to you, is it really yours or the devil? Oh, it's the devil. Why did you say it was yours? If you want to be like Jesus, grab this. He never says anything he doesn't mean. Wow, so compelling. Uh, I want to talk about your process because sometimes when I'm standing in front of an audience, I, I feel like a jukebox. I've got all these songs I can play. Yeah. Sometimes uh, God will tell me, dust off that record you haven't played in a long time. Right. When you speak, are you completely extemporaneous? This is for, for me. I, I recognize that uh, my any ability I have to speak, God gave it to me. Yes. And I knew that from an early age because I, I watched other people struggle and I didn't understand why that was so hard for them, but it came so easy for me. Um, so I teach from the overflow. So I always reading, learning, praying, studying, I stay in the Bible. I, I never get out of bed in the mornings without listening to one or three chapters every day on an app. Mm -hmm. So I, 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 I speak from my overflow. Mm -hmm. So I never have to think, Oh gosh, what do I say? I got you think for 12 days on what to talk about. I don't have notes to, have something to talk about. I keep notes so I don't say too much. Right. Like it's it's like what you just said. You got lots of songs in the jute box, so it's it, you, you can teach what you know, but you can only reproduce what you are. Yeah. So, so you teach from the overflow. And so you go up there sometimes planning to talk about this, and God says no. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna go another way. Yeah. Yeah, that's happened many times. You, you got notes you've prepared and, and you're 15 seconds of being introduced. You have a sick feeling. Yeah, it's not this. Just go right here in this direction. 
And I wish I could say every time I'd obeyed and done that. Sometimes like, oh, I don't, I can't do that now. I've got this, you know, and, and I'm up, you know, but, but most of the time I, I, I go with it. And then pretty quick you see, okay, this is why. And so you have you, to fall back on, it's not my thing anyway. I'm just here speaking for him. So you ever forget which city you're in? <laughs> uh, not in person, but I've woke up in many hotels and, and thought like, for a second, I don't know where I'm at right now. Like I know I'm in a hotel. I'm not that, but I don't know what city for maybe 15 or 20 seconds. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm in You've Pittsburgh never done now. that. We love you here in Pittsburgh. And they say, no, this is Cleveland. No, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't done that there, but I have done that on live TV. I, I've been on live TV and said, I want you to call TBN right now. And I was on Daystar or whatever. I, I've done that once. Just once. <laughs> We're going to show some more video of you speaking. And as, as uh, we continue to talk about your ministry, tell us how uh, your message has changed over the years. I mean, are you, are you, are you given the same message that you would have given as a 14 year old or you're in your 60s? I am yeah. too, right? Uh, how has your message changed? How has your style changed? Gosh, uh, messages change because, I, you know, you're, you're always learning. I, I did not really know what the Bible taught about, like, when you hear about the message of the gospel, it's about forgiveness and things like that, and not to minimize that. But I had no idea until later that it's not just that you were forgiven. You're a brand new creation with certain rights and privileges now that sure. you've been saved. What are those besides I get to go to heaven when I die? Like, what, what, what in the nitty gritty now can I expect? When I begin to see all the benefits in the scripture of what happens to a person once they meet the Lord, I had no idea. Yes. That's 99% what I talk about now. Wow. Yeah. Well, I know I, I put out this daily email that goes out to the media, and I put you in there uh, a week or two ago. Yeah. I think it was about uh, uh, burnout in the pulpit. Is that yeah. is that the topic? Yeah, pastors having the, the Gallup survey with 42% having pastoral burnout and all that. Yeah. Is that what you're seeing on the front lines? Do you, do you run into a lot of pastors Lots who of are... pastoral burnout. Um, you know, a guy on the radio station asked me the other day, he was kind of bewildered, like, why, why would pastors be burnt out? And I'm like, well, because they have the exact same stuff you have in your life with marriage issues, financial issues, rebellious teenager issues, traffic issues, flat tire issues, you know, uh, all of it. Add on to it, there's an element of evil out there that doesn't want that guy to succeed. So he's got it coming, man, supernaturally, naturally, all of that. And I could tell the DJ thought, well, I hadn't thought about that before. But then you have COVID, which has, I, I don't know a single church. And you know, Jeff, I'm in a different church every weekend. I'm in Pennsylvania this weekend and Iowa after that. I don't know a single pastor who says to me, Mike, we're running more than we were before COVID. Even if they're 90% back, they're not back to where they were. So everybody's still in a bit of a free fall. And now um, you got church on the phone, you know, so right. people have learned to just stay home in their underwear and drink coffee on the couch, sure. which is good that they're getting the teaching. But when you're looking at warm bodies in the chair, it's not what it was. Yeah. And I'm, I'm kind of worried about it, to be honest with you. I, I saw a Gallup survey a couple of years ago that said there are now more people who are unchurched than churched. And yeah. it's the first time in American history that that's been the case. What do you, what do you think ministers and uh, priests and rabbis uh, need to do to get people back to the church? Uh, you know, it's, it, it's hard. First of all, hats off to everybody who's working two or three jobs and still pastoring. You're still, you know, doing the best you can to serve people. Uh, you know, because we're in Dallas, we have mega churches everywhere. People tend to think that all churches run 10,000 when the average church in America never breaks the 200 barrier. So most pastors are underpaid, overworked, etc. But the main thing is that we all have to remember Mexican restaurants go broke making Italian food. So you have to stay with what you are. So if I get out of bed on Sunday morning and come to your church, I want you to break the Bible open for me 
and tell me what I couldn't get anywhere else. If you give me the same self-help message I could have got at my business luncheon on Wednesday before, then I'm bummed I went to church. I want you to do what nobody else does, which is just open the scripture, make it real for me so I can apply what you're talking about on Tuesday at two o'clock in the afternoon, as well as on Sunday morning, and just bring fresh bread to the people. If you if you give somebody what they can't get anywhere else, they'll always want to return. Mm. And it just keeps the like, uh, what was uh, Vince Lombardi, the great you know yeah. Packers coach, yeah. brought that football out, man, to his Super Bowl champion team and said, we're going back to the basics. This is a football. Mm. So you keep that main thing, the main thing. Pastors shouldn't try to be, you know, what they're not supposed to be. Just stick to the scriptures, stick yes. to loving people, and you'll always have a lane of, of blessing. I love that. Uh, we've got a couple minutes left, and I want to give you a chance to have a call to action. I know you have a, a you know, a nonprofit ministry, so yeah. uh, you could probably use donations, and people are going to watch this and say, man, yeah. I'd love to have him uh, uh, preach in, in my sanctuary. What, what's the next oh, step? How, nice. how does that happen? Well, Thanks so much, Jeff. You can always get in touch with us on the contact us button at mikesmalley.com. And we speak in businesses, colleges, schools. I do seminars, coaching, and I'm in churches of all denominations and every size. And we don't charge after 41 years. People ask, well, what is your fee to come? I've never charged a set fee to come. So if we want to work with you and you want to work with us, we're, we're within your budget. We'll make it happen. So we can also just email us directly, mike at mikesmalley.com. And I want to just say too, Jeff, because what you're doing so important with all of the studios now. You're now in Austin. You're in South Lake. And I'll just say to pastors, ministers, business people, if you're not doing social media, if you don't have your own YouTube channel, your own TV programs, then you're missing out on impacting people with your message, with your, with your customer base. Anything you're doing in business, you got to be in front of the camera now. And Jeff has made it so easy. His team is spot on. He didn't ask me to say this, but I'm going to just say, if you're in the ministry or you're not in the ministry, but you just want to get your product to the marketplace or get your message out, you want to help a certain segment of people, you need to call these guys because they've got locations all over the state of Texas and they're first class, state of the art, and they will help you take your message. If you've never been in front of a camera before, they'll walk you through it and help you succeed. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. <laughs> You're so fun. All right, we're going to end with his website one more time, which is mikesmalley.com. Dr. Mike Smalley, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. That's it for now. We'll see you next time.